0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Steve Clark's hoping tomorrow's Poland friendly can continue the Scotland feel good factor. Anthony Ralston says Celtic believe they can win every game in the title run in. And Ryan Porteous is banned for four games after losing his red card appeal. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly. Marvin, usually you join us midweek. It's jam packed, it's busy, there's so many talking points, big games left, right, and centre. Not quite the case tonight I'm no, sure you'll have something to say for yourself Between now and 8 o'clock Well I'm just happy to be on time First and foremost um, You know Callum was messaging me an awful lot today um, I thought I'd change his name from my mum's Because I was getting that many messages from him But as you said you know uh, There's not a lot to talk about today But we'll find some stuff You know you've, you've thrown mm. a, a bit of a question at me haven't you um, we'll last get minute to that in a minute, and, don't uh, you worry. It'll be interesting. Um, he arrived at one minute to six And now he's <laughs> bragging about it Simon The absolute cheek Look we do have an international break And over the last couple of years I feel like the interest In international breaks Have ramped up There are much more important things Than football going on In Europe at the moment And with that in mind It is just a friendly For Scotland tomorrow But I'm sure there'll still be Intrigue there In terms of Maybe debuts Or guys getting game time Or, or trying to To build on The feel good factor From the, the Previous set of results Yeah there will be I think uh, I'll, I'll listen to Steve Clark Geller on today And I think he's quite happy Just to get the The group together again uh, Obviously International managers it's, it's sporadic You know When you get your, your players So he's, he's got a chance To work with them Couple of decent games Yeah Best case scenario We'd have been sitting here You know Fever pitch We'd have yep. been kicking in We'd have been playing Ukraine tomorrow But as you said A lot more important things Are happening So he just has to use This exercise There'll be opportunities there For some new faces uh, And some game time Come on then 01419511025 Pick up the phone And let us know What is on your mind We are more than aware That it's not exactly The busiest of midweeks But maybe that gives you The chance to think Outside the box Something you've been hoping To get off your chest Maybe you've been thinking About the last part of the season Only seven games to go In the league Cup games Europe still For Rangers And we do have that Scotland game tomorrow Who would you like to see What do you hope To take away from it What can Scotland Gain or learn uh, From tomorrow Any names That you want to throw in there Pick up that phone And let us know 01419511025 Maybe a chance for some debuts What was your debut Scotland debut My Scotland debut Was down at Rugby Park Believe it or not so against, f- against Wales Friendly It was a friendly In 1997 So A a perfect example of sometimes friendlies come along. We can say, Listen, ah, you know, it's it just, was, just a friendly. It would have meant the world to you. It was one of the proudest moments of my career. Yeah, it did mean the world. And there'll be maybe one or two tomorrow will be in the same same uh, boat. But yeah, it's an opportunity. And listen, we don't get these games a lot. Obviously, we'd love to be playing the, the World Cup qualifier, but let's go and play these games, prepare for maybe the, the, the big one in June. 01419511025 Like we said What are you thinking Ahead of this Scotland game tomorrow Are you going experimental Are you trying to build up Some momentum And continuity and, and take that into When the World Cup Playoffs come around And what about On the domestic front then How are you feeling About this title running With seven games to go And if there's anything else Out there I noticed Of course we had it on In the studio last night Disappointing result You Partick Thistle fans I know you've been grumbling uh, a little bit in the last few weeks So feel free to grumble with us 01419511025 What does international break mean for you? Days off? 
Yeah, yeah, we'll get a, a couple of days off. So uh, not yet? No, not yet. No, we had a had a bounce game against uh, Air yesterday. Um, so some of the boys got some minutes. I actually played 90 minutes. No chance. No, I was class. I was gonna, no, honestly, did you actually yeah. play? Yeah. Seriously? Why are you so surprised? <laughs> I thought those <laughs> Don't days, look that heavy. I thought those days were long gone. No, I played at centre-half. People said those days were long gone, <laughs> even when you were still playing. <laughs> Enough of that. No, I played yesterday. I actually felt okay. So yeah, no, it went really well. Um, as I said, some of the boys haven't been playing, got some minutes. Play sent half, got a clean sheet. I was going to say, it can't have been a box-to-box rule. Nah, just nah, I had a cigar out at centre-back. Won 5-0. I think they had one shot on target, and that was down to my defensive partner. At not your fault. Nah, Tom tennis. Parks. Nah, it's not up to standard. So I think I'm pushing for a start. I really do. 5 nil is impressive. That's what I mean. Yeah. And oh, it was just easy for me back there. So I mean, honestly. I can just imagine Experience. telling everyone what to do, moaning <laughs> everyone else. Anyway, 01419511025 on the lines or at Clyde SSB on Twitter I have sent Marvin a bit of a challenge uh, so I'll let him do his homework and we'll get to that in the not too distant future Um, but let's bring in Mark first of all who is on the line a Celtic fan from Bishop Briggs Uh, what's your point tonight Mark? Good evening guys I hope you're all well Uh, it was just a a quick point about the kind of friendly that's upcoming in Australia with Jules Byrne as I really think about it and looking really I saw a lot of infighting uh, between the Rangers board and is it Club 1872 or whatever their Mm -hmm. main supporters group is I just thought it doesn't really reflect very well on well some of the old firm fans anyway that there's this big big um, opposition to this. I mean, I think the I mean I'm no fan of Rangers, right? But I could get Big Graves point when he said basically that football's a business. They're there to make money. The more eyes on the game, the better. It's a good commercial opportunity. I think we're we're really parochial in this country and we're very tribal and you know we're all right to hate each other and all the rest of it, but, I mean, God forbid that the clubs try to make any money out of this and to get more of the diaspora to spend money on the clubs, which can really only then trickle down and be of benefit to the rest of Scottish football. And I just think, you know, it's the year 2022. I think a lot of these fans need to grow up and realise that if you don't want Scottish football to continue to be a backwater, and it has been a backwater for an awful long time in a European sense, then the more money that you inject into the game the more fans that might pay into it, the more SPL TV money that comes in from abroad, the better standard of player that attracts. I just don't see the big deal about it, but a lot of people are getting really, really angry. I actually think it's quite funny that a lot of the Rangers fans in a season that's really important for them with Champions League football on the horizon, if they ever win the league, which I don't think they will, that they're so incandescent at their own boards that they can't even unify together so you know long may that continue but it was just to gain your thoughts as to what you thought and particularly Marvin who works you know still in professional football that if there's an opportunity for your club to make more money you know why would you not take that and why would you be kind of rooted in this perception that, uh, that it dilutes the the intensity of the fixture I don't I don't really think it does But again I could be wrong I'd be interested Marvin what is your take on this This is going to be An interesting social experiment I think because Mark mentions you know Being (coughs) parochial and tribal You of course would be Looking at this from the outside Yeah So What do you make of our mad world When these things kick off (laughs) I I can't make much sense of it Um, The opposition to to, to the game Um, You know as Mark's touched on there Some fabulous points You know They're global clubs by the way you know, it's not just for, you know, for people of Scotland to see them. We always talk about, you know, our leagues looked at in a certain way and we're trying to grow, we're trying to get more money. And as Mark said, I think it's 3.2 million that the clubs are, are due to earn. You know, that that's a, a very, very good player that they're able to buy. But also if you go out there and, 
you know, other people, other sides of the world see this game and then broadcasters from the other side of the world might start paying more money to, you know, televise our games. And as Mark said again, it would trickle down to to the rest of the clubs. It's all about growing the Scottish game for me. And I'm looking at, like you said, from the outside, I'm not a fan of either club. um, So I don't understand how they're feeling. But from a business point of view, um, from growing our league that we always talk about, for me, it's Mm. a fantastic idea and I don't see why we wouldn't do it. Rightly or wrongly, though, if you have... And by the way, this has been accelerated yesterday. Again, if you're just joining us and thinking, I'm still talking about this friendly, it it sort of picks up every time that, that fans speak out about it. And then there was that sort of public disagreement um, between Club 1872 and the Rangers board yesterday. Rightly or wrongly, if you have managed to annoy that number of your supporters, like I say, rightly or wrongly, is that a good business decision? No, you know, you don't want to ever annoy any of your fans. But, you know, it's it's about it's about money at the end of the day. You know, we just come through a, a huge pandemic where we didn't have, you know, fans in, in the grounds, etc. Um, and as I said, it's far too much money for one game. You know, we, we see English clubs do it all the time, you know, in pre-season that they go abroad and they play against each other. And, you know, far too often fans up here are saying, well, you know, the pitches aren't great. We don't have the best quality of players. So when clubs are trying to grow the league, trying to, you know, bring in more money, then all of a sudden they look down upon. You know, it, it doesn't make sense to me. As I said, I, I can't see why that wouldn't happen. As I said, they're both global clubs, huge clubs around the world. You know, let fans on the other side of the world see their team play as well. As you said, they won't be their strongest teams because mm-hmm. you know, people will be at the World Cups, but the clubs aren't due to play anyway. You know, it's an off-season. They're going to be playing friendlies anyway. If you can get 3.2 million for playing a friendly, I can't see, you know, what the huge problem is. Uh, Simon, what's your take on it? I've noticed, um, again, I, I, t- I said a social experiment across yeah. the, the cross-section of the pundits, the ones who are able to sort of sit on the outside are all very much like Marvin. <clears throat> then the Hallidays, the Wilsons, the ones who have been sort of brought up in the rivalry get where the fans are coming from. What was your take on it? Yeah, but ever since it's been brought up, I've actually, there's been opposition for the Celtic side as well. Yeah. I've, I've heard as well, obviously Rangers seems to be a wee bit more vocal with the the protests at the weekend and, and stuff. Uh, but when Mark comes on and makes quite an intelligent argument towards it, you can see, you know, the benefits. Uh, as Marv says there, look, many times they'll be sitting and watch Liverpool play Man United and mm. the States or whatever over the years. I think that is, is that the point, though? Again, I, I keep saying rightly or wrongly because I, I'm not sure that we've got it bang on, but... The people out there who are against this That's what they like to believe is unique about this fixture Is that you can't do that can't And then you can't either. get a half and half yeah. scarf And you can't you can't play a friendly and You certainly can't get a half and half <laughs> scarf in this. That's, That goes without saying uh, I don't really know I don't really know to be honest There's a lot of opposition about it The benefits for the clubs Both clubs will have huge following over there uh, I don't know It's a tricky one The Rangers Celtic Fixture is unlike any other, any other one yeah. and, and that's where it maybe is difficult to take it somewhere else But as I say, Mark makes a valid a More than one valid point there The parochial sometimes, yeah, we might be guilty of it Hugh even spoke about the, the madness of the West of Scotland uh, On Friday night on the show So I don't really know where we go with it But yeah, there's I think there's too much opposition for it to happen at the moment Yeah, that, that last Part. I wonder how important that is Mark And I'm now asking you to look at it from a, a Rangers perspective Which might be difficult given that's That's not your team But to sort of rephrase the way I put it to Marvin It can't be easy to then Try and bring all these people around to your way of thinking That That's that's unlikely So if Rangers have managed to annoy so many Of, of their fans 
do, do you see this going ahead? Is that is it inevitable that it gets the plug pulled on it? I think there's two points there, Gordon. I think firstly there's a point that a lot of fans, maybe, well, include Celtic fans in the cell, a Celtic Rangers fans sit in their own echo chambers and just hear what they want to hear and they only hear their own views reflected back to them via their own small outlook on the big wide world. So you're never going to persuade those people. There's another point there that it, are those, well, they might not be the most enlightened sections of your supports, the ones that are so vociferous in their opposition to it. And if a supporter, if a, if a set of supporters within the overall group can't pull together in a really important season and are so beset on infighting over, as Marvin said, I didn't know that it was so big, but to put it in perspective, I think you get more for that friendly than you would for winning the SPFL. Yeah. So that puts it some kind of context. So are you going to take these people with you? Probably not. But then maybe the question is, do you want to really take this type of fan with you or are these the people that you know maybe not be a bad thing if they just fell away what, what, what if they're the lifeblood of your club Mark I get the point you know in terms of, of mindset but again if if, the, if, if this is the, 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 the large number of, of fans that, that pump money into the club regularly how can you leave them behind well if you want to be a global club with a bigger fan base than if Celtic Rangers would perceive themselves to be Global clubs. I think Celtic got a better argument, and this is biased, but I think Celtic got a better argument to be a global global club than than probably Rangers if you look at their number of uh, international supporters clubs. But if they want to be outward looking and attract fans from different walks of life, different backgrounds, different countries, I think you need to kind of move with the times. And I think people are probably to a large if people that are against this are probably deluding themselves if they think it deludes the intensity of the rivalry. If they think outside the west of Scotland that this rivalry is um, it's, it's of a size that matters in European football I, I don't think I think it used to I think if you even go back to the Advocat era in the Neil eras I think the rivalry was um, was looked at probably with more interest uh, in a UK and European scale than it is now I just don't think it really matters outside the west of Scotland and I think this is an opportunity to maybe bring it back into focus at a time when there isn't really going to be an awful lot of club football for obvious reasons at that time of year they are going to play in friendlies and why not get some more eyes on Celtic Rangers the only last thing I saw sorry to take up so much of your time the only last thing I did see the last old firm game the one that Celtic won 3-0 see if you look at the coverage that got um, that was massively reported on and commented on um, because it was the only game that was on it was the biggest game I think in Europe that evening so it shows if you can market it properly if you time it right you will get a lot more eyes on our game, which can't be a bad thing. Particularly, if you, one of the points I think was made was the quality of the pitches. Nobody wants to see Hamilton Ackies, well, full stop, but playing on a, on a plastic pitch. Or, and if Livingston can, can get a good grass pitch, then, you know, why would that not be a good thing? What have the, the poor Ackies done at Marvin? He's, he's, he's <laughs> gone in two-footed on your Livingston plastic I know, pitch. He, he was kind of so skimmed well. over the top of the Livingston, didn't he? He was there? going so well. <laughs> uh, we have to say, I think Mark uh, articulates his point very well. Whether you agree or disagree clearly builds a, a strong case. And I like how he's just, he just threw some nice little bombs in there as well, as if I, I'm now going to get bombarded with. Actually, I think you'll find Rangers have got 12 more worldwide supporters Support clubs than Celtic I don't know phone Mark and take that up with him but Mark it was nice to hear from you will you give us a call back sometime cheers guys all the best good man cheers, that was Mark, Mark uh, in Bishop Briggs 01419511025
That's all we ask. You don't have to agree, but he makes he builds a good case. No, exactly. As long as you can, you know, understand the points that people are making, and as you said, he articulated himself extremely well, and I think he made perfect sense. If, I, if I'm totally honest with it, um, I was in agreement with him. As I said, I'm looking at it from the outside, and you know, there might be more to this, but just from what I know, um, I can't see why the clubs wouldn't do it, and I can't see why there's such an uproar. Until he had a pop at the Livingston pitch, he was doing fine. Yeah. Um, Where was your game today? Was it at Livingston? Oh no, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, at Livingston. Yeah. yeah. So it was on the Astro. Um, didn't, probably didn't, one five, no didn't do you any harm? Nah, I feel absolutely fine Okay, uh, We've got Jordan and Fife coming up soon Let me tell you all about this though It's getting exciting on this front Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right, we're really getting into a stride with Golden Goals now We've gone from a grand in January To over £20,000 two months later Now there's two months left of the season Do the arithmetic The pot's going to be massive by the end of the campaign The game is really simple When Rangers or Celtic score We throw at least £250 Into the cash total We're at 20750 at the moment And there's at least 20 more games to go Get the calculator out It's going to be huge And one of you who enters Will win the lot Completely tax free Think about what you could buy with that Acts a deposit for a house A new car Could you get Livy a grass pitch For, for over 20 grand Maybe take a bit more than that I know a few people um, But whatever Whatever you want to spend it on I'm sure it will be spent wisely With one simple text to enter Text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L To 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms And online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close 6pm Saturday the 21st of May So for your chance To be the winner At the end of the season Text Goal to 61025 right now. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here. Am I glad that breaks over? Banging on again about how good he was in this bounce game yesterday, <laughs> boring us both to tears. So we can get back to the phones. Uh, and take your points on the usual number It is a bit of a quieter day if you like Given that the Scotland game's not till tomorrow It's a friendly And uh, most of the club sides are, are either getting a rest Or will be in the next few days But I'm sure there's still something on your mind So let's hear it 01419511025 Jordan is a Rangers fan on the line What's your point tonight Jordan? Good evening gents Hello. Evening Marvin Evening Simon, Gordon. both of you. Simon, Gordon, sorry. Yeah, now, Mark, the last caller, um, I thought he made some, well, he, he, interesting points, you could say, but um, he said that uh, Celtic were a more global club than Rangers, but um, who's currently still in the quarterfinals of the Europa League? And um, what about the coverage that we, we got when we beat Dortmund in Belgrade? I think that was a bit much uh, more worldwide than, than the last old firm. But maybe Celtic should put all their focus into their form in Europe uh, rather than this friendly uh, at, the end of the week, at the end of the year. That's, that's basically all I want to say. They're two very different things, though, are they not, Jordan? I mean, yeah, look, Rangers did better than Celtic in Europe. Celtic went out of the Conference League, I'm sure. Ange Postacoglu and everyone at the club wants to do better in Europe but that, that's not going to be impacted in any way by whether this friendly goes ahead or not is it? You're not just conflating two, two issues there? No, because if they focused more on their form in, in Europe then they, they wouldn't need to go hunting for money on the other side of the world uh, to play a friendly so we don't need that money because we're doing well in Europe they're hunting for money and I think we should focus more on sorting our disabled facilities than going to play a friendly 
on the other side of the world. And all the top players won't even be there. They'll all be at the World Cup. So it's probably going to be a lower class. It's not going to be the highest class old firm that you would get. I just can't buy into it and I don't agree with it. Whether Celtic do this because they need the money, Marvin, or whether it's just why would you not want an extra three million pounds? They're probably different things. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't think there's a club in Scotland that can, you know, make use of an extra three point two million pounds. And as I said, you know, earlier, that's why the English teams, you know, Manchester City, one of the richest teams in the world, go and do it. Um, it's all about extra revenue. It's all about, you know, more rise on your football club. You know, whether it's selling merchandise, whether it's, you know, as I said, broadcasters from that side of the world. Um, you know, wanting to buy the rights to, to, to our game. And as I said, it's all about growing our game. And, you know, I, I don't really get, you know, Jordan's points on it, if, if I'm totally honest. Um, you know, Mark uh, mentioned earlier about, I think it's 3.3 million you get, you get for winning the league. You know, you're getting 3.2 million for one game, 90 minutes. You know, I get it, Jordan, the top players aren't going to be there. Um, but, you know, still Rangers is still Celtic. And as I said, they're still going to earn good money. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Jordan, you, you mentioned something about disabled facilities. I think that's... There was a lot in there yesterday. There was a lot going on at Rangers yesterday with Club 1872 raising a number of issues and, and the club hitting back. And then we had lots of fans on last night talking about how the, whatever side you're on, it's just the timing's all off given how important the running is. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I don't I don't really agree with both, uh, both either side. Uh, both their statements are uh, completely uh, Ill, ill-timed. And I thought Rangers' response was it was a bit cheeky. I think they need to to maybe take into account there's been plenty of protests. They need, the fans are not happy on 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 several on several things. It's not just a friendly. There's several things the fans are not happy about. And and I think 1872 voiced that, but maybe just not in the best way. But can I make one point to Marvin? He said about uh, bringing eyes to to the league, but. There would be eyes on the league if they were playing in Europe. We're the only team in the league playing in Europe. There would be more eyes on the league. It's like the coefficient thing. You can't just say, oh, let's go and play a friendly to bring more eyes in the league. There's eyes in the Premier League because all them teams play in the Champions League. That's what we need to, we need to, get, we need to remember here. It's not playing friendlies on the other side of the world that brings eyes to the league. It's the Champions League, the Europa League and things like that. All right, Jordan, I totally get that. Let me ask you a question here. If, if Rangers were to go and play this friendly that you're so against, they get £3.2 million, they buy a player and next season finishes your top goal scorer, would you not celebrate any of the goals that he scores because the money potentially came from this friendly? No, that's just hypothetical. That's like, that could, that, that, that's, not, that's just a matter. Any, that could happen to anybody. What to be fair, I think your point was also quite hypothetical, Jordan, because you just mentioned that the best way to bring eyes to the league would be to qualify for the Champions League would Celtic or Rangers have a better chance of qualifying for the Champions League with an extra £3 million in the bank? Well, what about the money we'd make if we won the Europa League? It would be more than £3 million. Yeah, and then you'd add £3 million to that, so you'd have even more. Uh, fair play. Uh, that you're, you're correct there, but I just... No, I can't buy into it. Well, there'll be a lot of costs as well. You've got to. It's not going to be cheap to go over there. I, I just can't buy into it. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, to be fair, I'm not sure it's aimed at <coughs> travelling fans either. It's probably um, fans over there, which maybe I think Jacqueline actually in Bridge of Weir has has kind of got that angle covered off. Um, Jacqueline, you've got a, a bit of a different take on it, don't you? Yes, I have. I'm just back from Australia where I was visiting my nephew who's been out there working for over four years, and he supports Rangers. 
and the loads of, you've got lots of friends who also support Rangers. Now, these people are getting up at 5.30 in the morning to watch their team, 2 o'clock in the morning to watch their team. He never misses a game. And I just feel we're a global global um, team. Same as Celtic, Celtic and Rangers. Mm-hmm. And they have fans on the other side of the world. And why shouldn't they get the chance to see their team rather than paying four or five thousand pounds to fly home to see them? I know it's a friendly and then I do agree with what Marcus has said the whole time about the, the financial gain for both clubs. I don't see the problem with it. I don't know why all the Rangers fans are getting up in arms about it. Yeah, I guess that that kind of follows on that, that last point from from Jordan. I'm not sure there's a real Request from Celtic or Rangers to, to ask their fans from here to travel over I don't, I don't think that's part of it Especially Like we'd be having a very different Imagine they moved one of the one of the league games You know like they do in mm. NFL or, yeah. or NBA And you're, you're then saying to your fans Look This is a huge <coughs> game You're going to go and fork out thousands of pounds To, to come and see it that, That's not really what's happening here is it? No no It's about you know Going out there and playing in front of You know Jacqueline said there The fans on that side of the world And potentially getting new fans you know, I'm sure this game will sell out. Um, I don't know where it's be, being held, but imagine, you know, you entice some new fans to support your football club and, you know, you get more merchandise. As I said earlier, it's, it's all about revenue. This is why they do it. All clubs around the world do it. And for some reason, we don't want our best two teams in Scotland to go out there and do exactly the same things. But yet, on the other hand, people will moan that, you know, not getting enough money for our TV rights, etc. We can't have the best of both mm. worlds. You know, if we want to grow it and we want to do it properly, then these two teams need to do things like this. You know, I know it's upsetting some people but let's look at the bigger picture as I said that amount of money 3.2 million I keep saying the same thing it's the equivalent of winning the Premier League and that shows more than how, you yeah that shows how big this friendly is on that side of the world you've been involved in any of the sort of overseas Celtic events I don't, I don't think they've played games as such but you know you have support they uh, do the, the, the big Vegas up. thing and that sort of no I missed out on you need to get an invite to one so of them surely I've been invited to the, the convention a few times but no I missed out on the the, the, the trips to the States uh, it was just after that. we played uh, right at the start of my Celtic career it was Celtic Hearts Aberdeen and a Canadian team we played over in Canada at the end of the season Uh was there a lot of people there? It's not quite a Celtic Rangers game, but it was a it was like an end of season tournament. I don't actually know what the objective was, mm. just that we get dragged out there to play that. <laughs> you uh, just do what you're told. Exactly. But listen, Jacqueline there makes a good point as well about taking it there to fans that have never seen Celtic or Rangers in the flesh. It's a, it's a good it's a good point. It's a very good point to go back to Jordan beforehand. Obviously another Rangers fan who opposes it He's got his own reasons for that Uh, I I get what he's trying to say about Europe Celtic obviously Mm. struggled in Europe just now Rangers are are flying the flag for Scotland really well may I add But it's extra money as Marv says Extra money could actually get you an even better player For to be in the Champions League Why would you you object to to getting that extra Mm. cash? You've been surprised at the reaction then Jacqueline? I have been very surprised because, as I said to you, I've just heard firsthand from my nephew who's out in Australia just now, and the support over in Brisbane is just fabulous for the Rangers. And I just feel he would just love that to be able to see them where he's living and working just now because he's, he misses his team. I mean, and I'm quite sure he's not the only one over there, Celtic as well, fans who are missing actually getting to see their team. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Do you know who we need to hear from? 
The two that drove to Belgrade <laughs> Do you think they'll drive to Sydney? <laughs> Can we get involved Imagine. in that? Could we try and I think you personally Producer Callum Should sponsor someone To drive No he's shaking his head <laughs> Giving away Giving away too many Sign balls A show Hugh, Hugh Keevans Goes to Sydney <laughs> yeah, And I, he can't drive So he's the one Passing That sits up. in the you could drive. If you think I'm sitting in a car with him <laughs> For six weeks Especially after his revelation on Monday That he enjoys eating cold baked beans oh, no, Before he comes that. to the show I couldn't believe no what I was hearing I'm sitting in a confined space with that guy For a few days No way uh, Thank you Jacqueline from Bridger We are 01419511025 Derek is a Rangers fan in Govan I mean Derek I guess the fact that This is now The phone lines are genuinely lighting up Um I don't think I even brought this up at the start of the show really I think the first call sparked it The phone lines are still lighting up And yet we're a few weeks on That maybe tells its own story doesn't it? Uh, so I tell you Keevans He can come and brag on me if he's sponsored I'll, I'll pick him up my camper <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass on your message Aye uh, no problem at all uh, It's just about the friendly I, th- I think the friendly probably I'll organise this It's probably been going on with the, with the two clubs uh, Behind the scenes for a while I think there'll be no Uproar against it, you know, for whatever reason, uh, right or wrong, there is an uproar against it, and I think the this is what's wrong with football. They don't consult the fans. We pay, we pay our money every week. We pay a lot of money every week, and uh, this is what you're left with: infighting and squabbling at an important time of the season, which nobody needs. Yeah, I mean that a lot of the focus on the calls tonight has been been the friendly in particular. That last comment you make, Derek, you're alluding a bit more to the bigger picture at Rangers. What we saw yesterday, we saw Dave King having his say today and offering to. Sort of fund the, the shortfall Should this game get cancelled It's embarrassing It's, it's embarrassing on, on all fronts You know Club 1872 uh, And other other supporters groups That are uh, getting their tuppence worth it's, it's just We don't need it At this time of the season Yeah I mean Marvin I feel guilty That I, I painted you earlier on As this outsider To this this rivalry <laughs> But it, it is fascinating Because if you were With a sort of And by the way you, You're an honorary member You you talk up our league And our game more Than, than a lot of people I know So if if you were to sort of stumble across this story yesterday and, and read Ranger's statement, for instance, you've probably not got any idea what what it's about, and and it's it's just it seems very messy for this time of the season, as as Derek says. Yeah, no idea at all. Um, and you know, I totally agree with Derek. I think the timing of it um is poor uh, from both parties. I think you've got your club doing extremely well on the pitch. As you said, you know, quarterfinals of a massive competition. You know, you're going for the league and a semi final of the Scottish Cup. Um, I just don't think the players and, and the management team need this distraction at this moment in time. You know, no matter what happens, Gio does an interview and, and he's going to be constantly asked about this until it is put to bed. And I just don't feel that those distractions at this moment in time are helping the club at all. You know, at the end of the day, whether you're for the friendly, whether you're against the friendly, you all support the same football club. I just feel, you know, as I said, it, it's really ill-timed and, and not helping. I mean, Jamie's got... An- there are so many strands to this right, To try and explain all the different reasons That, that fans might be annoyed But uh, Jamie says If the tournament wasn't being billed as Ange's homecoming Then it might be a slightly better prospect as a Rangers fan Executives at the club were too slow to react We don't want to be at the tournament as a sideshow you get that? Yeah, no, I understand that But the more you talk about this And the more you know people put their points of view across mm-hmm. I can see three million in my, in my mind That's all I see you know, and as I said, I was just looking at some of the transfers that have gone into Rangers. You know, they paid less than what they'll get for this friendly for Hadji. You know, so if you can bring that caliber of player to 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 our league, 
um, to you know to Rangers Football Club. I just don't see why you know you can't put all that aside. I get it. There's a lot of pride in this. I, the homecoming thing, uh, you know, I don't agree with. You know, put it as a friendly Celtic v Rangers. You know, the two who, biggest. Who, who titled it as the the homecoming? Well, I feel like I think naturally he's because, Australian. He's yeah. a former Australian yeah. manager. It's there, so that a lot of the so it seems like a lot of the marketing on, on that side. Circumstance kind of, rather yeah, that he's yeah, but no, but yeah. I think that that was kind of used to market it in yeah. that part of the world. But surely, if they were, pl- they would be the same allocation ticket wise for the game. It wouldn't be as if it's like a Celtic home game. Well, home well, to be now you've stumbled across the next strand, which is, that, is of course there was was there? The, the, well reports about you know uh, different uh, financial benefits to each club, which right. I think um, Rangers sort of tried so to. Ima- I would imagine to, Rangers to and that Celtic will have similar. Fan base in Australia Am I right saying that? Well based by the calls earlier Someone will say that it's their club That's got more And someone I'd, I'm not getting involved in that I don't know what There'd be a lot of neutrals there as well though You know if you took Celtic and Rangers Down to England for example mm-hmm. Yes there'll be You know a lot of people That support Celtic A lot of support Rangers But a lot mm-hmm. of neutrals there Like if I was down in England And those two clubs came there Before me coming up to Scotland I would go and watch it Yeah Because you yeah. want to see these clubs It's not every day You get to see Two massive clubs like this Does um, Does Marvin's point about you know that gets you a Yanis Hadji or whatever, Derek. Can you allow yourself to step back and look at it that way, or or not? They could have maybe done something uh, up here, but it was on. You know what I mean? Maybe a, a glamour friendly against a team for England or a for the continent. They could have done, they could have done that. They could have got a couple of games at Zero Centenary season. They should have looked, looked to be doing something like that, and then they got a couple of Yanis Hadjis for that. You know. Well, it's an interesting way of looking at it. Thank you to Derek and Govan 01419511025. I didn't expect a back and forward, very lively, busy debate about this friendly again a couple of weeks on, but that is the beauty of a live radio. So it's a good time to get your call in. You could be up next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here 01419511025 See I should have known I've done this show long enough When I said at the start of the show It might be quite quiet That this show never It's never quiet It's because you're on it Well it's absolutely nothing to to do with that But um, it's never quiet So it's been a lively old start Whatever you've got for us 01419511025 on the phones Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter Um, Let's bring in Stephen Who's a Motherwell fan from Cambus Lang and you cannot be a happy Motherwell fan, Stephen, because I don't think such a thing exists at the moment. Not happy is an understatement. Um, I was on here a few weeks ago and I was speaking about uh, how we weren't getting the midfield selection right. That's still not been the case. It was evident um, against St. Johnson that we were getting outnumbered in the midfield. We go to the team second bottom of the league and we play five at the back. You're joking. And then it takes to the 78th minute to make a change. We've had five points out of 33. I've been saying recently that my dad's got more points than his wife and the mother will have in the last 11 games. <laughs> um, and it's, you don't see where the next win's coming from. And that's the worrying thing. I mean, before Tony Watt left, we were we were talking about European football. We're now only nine points clear to St. Johnson. We need to have one eye over our shoulder now. And I think it's came from things like that. You see Mark O'Hara going to St. Mirren. Tony won't go to Dundee United. We made a mistake in not going out and getting Zach Rudden. I know we were in for him, but Dundee offered them more money, so they got him. Um, we made a mistake not getting him, and I think it, it was a panic buy to get Joe Efford in um, at the end of the window. So I think these decisions and, and these mistakes have, have led us to be in the position that we are just now. 
Oh, don't I know it Because every time Motherwell Fail to get another victory Marvin reminds me of it <laughs> At some point over the weekend It's quite a run Marvin Yeah No it definitely is Is it 5 points out of 33 now That they're on um, You know And you look at the way That Motherwell started uh, The season um, You know It's far from acceptable um, I think Graham Alexander Will be kind of Pulling his hair out As to what's gone wrong but Stephen makes a good point there. I think in modern day football, it's very difficult to play two centre midfielders. Um, you're constantly getting overloaded. I know um, Hearts do it, but they have kind of inverted wingers where, you know, where the way Motherwell play, they're just three centre forwards. It's more like three number nines. Van Veen drops in at times, but they do seem to get massively overloaded in the middle. Um, and I think that's a huge problem. Donnelly, for all the qualities he does have, he's not really, you know, someone who can get around that, you know, that's not the strongest part of his game. So, whether that's something that Graham Alexander looks at, I'm sure he will. But hopefully it comes after we play you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Steve, is, that the, is that the next game? No, we've got uh, St. Johnson yeah. and then Motherwell. Motherwell play St. Mirren first and then, yeah, yeah last game. Um, Stephen, is it as simple as Tony Watt leaving has caused this? Or, or, or is that kind of putting two and two together? How much of a link do you think there is there? No, it's definitely had a part to play in it. I mean, I touched on it more than I thought that we should have went out and got Zach Ruddin. And we've went and got to Effort. The Joe Effort team's like an all right player. I just think that rhythm would have been a better option. So for me, all right, we've lost Tony Watt. I think he was great foil for Van Dien. He's worked it because you're not going to get that well right out of case. Um, so maybe to get somebody similar like that rhythm would have been better because he's kind of a similar to Tony in terms of his work rate. Um, but I think the problem, as I've said to you there, is we've not got the balance in midfield. Right? Our midfield has been too combative. We don't have enough creativity in the middle, so we're not getting the supply to the front men. And Marvin's absolutely spot on with what he says. Liam's always an okay football player, but he's no place he's no place to taste. And we're just getting overrun at the minute. What I would do to have Alan Campbell back in that team. Well, he's flying at Luton at the moment, isn't he? So um yeah, clearly a, a big miss. Yeah, I think this came up on the show a few weeks ago and we counted it, Marvin. In terms of Central midfielders that are actually used quite quite often and regularly. Miller of nine, nine different guys who, who all go in at various times. So, well, that shows you don't know your best pairing, doesn't it? And you know that that that's also another problem. You know, settled position, uh, centre midfield. Uh, you know, it's a position I used to play, and changing partners all the time. You know, it makes it very very difficult. You know, you can't get a relationship uh, with the person you're playing with. As I said, it, it's just not helping the team. But when you are losing games of football, you keep trying to change things, yeah. and that and that's happens in management. Stephen says he's you know one eye over the shoulder rather than thinking about top six. He's looking at St. Johnston. D- does the arithmetic stack up for you? Can you see Motherwell getting dragged? No, no, I don't think so. I, the, the run they're on is terrible. But I'm listening to Stephen. I'm listening to you. But I'm looking at the table. They're one win away from top six. Mm. Now, that has to. It's, it's easier said than done. But. I don't think they're in danger. I think it's between the bottom two, St. Johnson and Dundee. Motherwell just need to find a win. As Marv says there, and I, I heard, I think it was Roger on the show last night, talking about the constant changing. You, you, you turn up at Motherwell game and you don't know who's going to be playing. That comes with uncertainty, confidence low, not getting results. They just need a win. And, and hopefully that turns it for them. But at the, at the same time, you look at the table, it's ridiculously tight up to Dundee United in fourth. Motherwell should be thinking positive and, and looking that way. I think we had, we had a, another angry Motherwell fan on last night, Stephen, who was he was very much you know time for for change in the dugout. Are you as far gone as that? I'm not quite there yet, but I'm I'm getting there. I think if we still finish in the top six, 
or we get European football and the, and the Scottish Cup quarter final. That can still be seen as a good thing. All right, about it in the prettiest way, but if you look at it and that's the outcome of our season, that's a good season. However, if you flip it on the other side and we finish in the bottom six or we finish 10th, then for me it has to go. And it's, it's to do with things like the fact that we're losing players to Marco Hara at clubs of a similar stature to us. That to me tells me that maybe something's all right behind the scenes. Does it though, right? Because I, Marvin, I don't have any idea what Marco Hara's wages at Motherwell and, and what St Mirren are offering. I can be pretty confident that Tony Watt is getting a lot more money at Dundee United than he yeah. was at Motherwell. Um, and it, it might be the same. I, I know, yes, generally speaking, they're sort of similar size clubs and maybe um, maybe we're talking small margins, but maybe, there, maybe there's just a better offer. Or, or is there something underlying as Stephen fears? You know, it could be many different things. You know, players move for, as you say, different reasons. Normally, it is wages. Um, you know, you might think it's a better opportunity going to St Mirren. You know, a manager, a manager he knows. Yeah, exactly. He's worked under before. Um, as I said, you know, you don't want to really speculate and say there's a, a problem between him, him and anyone at Motherwell Football Club because that would be unfair. But these things do happen in football. You know, players move on. You know, maybe Graham Alexander doesn't want to keep him. You know, maybe he's got somebody who he could probably replace him with. He's used his wages up and somebody signed a pre-contract. Ricky Lamia, I think, is also going to Dundee. Dundee. So, you know, and he's playing week in, week out at this moment in time. And, you know, it just shows you don't really want players who have signed pre-contracts publicly playing um, in your team. But I said needs must for Motherwell at this moment in time. Do you think, it, can you afford to have a situation, Stephen, where it's as black and white as that? I think you said there, if you finish top six, then great. And if you finish bottom six, then the manager has to go. I mean, there, there could be a point in it that there could be goal difference in it, for instance. Does that, you know, can, can it be that, that black and white? It's the way we've done it, though. It's the way we've finished ball six. It's the position that we were in, Gordon. We, we, now, we've got five points at the last out of the three. Imagine we could have put a wee bit, just a wee bit air on together, just four or five games in there. We, we'd have got more points from. We could have been easily sitting in fourth quite comfortably at the minute. But we've not done that. And we were in the position to go and do that. So, so it's the way it's happened. And it's a slide. And we can't take for granted. We don't have the budget. To take for granted that we're going to be able to place players like Marco Hara, like Ricky Lamy, good squad players for this. We can't take that for granted. Stephen's not a happy man. Nice to hear from you, though, Stephen. It takes us up nicely to Marvin's favourite time of the night. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Okay, it is Beat the Pundit time. It's your chance to win a signed ball. We've been, I must admit, I loved last night's Beat the Pundit. Now, have I you had the that. privilege of being on with Roger Hanna before? I don't no, think you have. No, I haven't. Beat the Pundit King. Right, well, Andy Halliday's trying to get on that throne. But Roger Hanna's so good that he has to start on minus one, like a handicap. No he's, way. That is sensational. That'll right? be me in a few weeks. <laughs> he, knows, he knows everything. The guy right? refused, though, didn't so he? So the caller phones in and he says, Do you know what? Forget Gordon DL. I want mm. to play Roger Hanna. And. Scrap the minus one I want to go at it You know Head to head And I'm thinking This guy's going to know his stuff Yeah He lost 7-2 <laughs> Terrible oh, Honestly So You don't have to do that tonight These two certainly don't start on minus one <laughs> I was about to say Can we get a plus one It's 01419511025 And the lines close at seven Your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here It's 01419511025 on the phones It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter as well 
Um, now I did say that earlier on in the show, it set Marvin somewhat of a of a challenge for tonight. Now I, I want you lot to get involved in this. It was just something Roger Hanna said last night, right? And it planted a seed in my mind because Roger mentioned something about I think it was something about who who's been Celtic's best player this season, right? It was something very innocuous, and it's a little bit early, I would say, for a full on player of the year debate that will come in the next couple of weeks. But I'm going to put Marvin to the test here I want to find out in his opinion Who is the best player from each team in the Premiership That he's faced this season And you need to help us Because you obviously know more than him So who's your <laughs> your team's best player so far this season? That's all I want to know Before we get stuck right into a proper player of the year debate in the coming weeks Let's just dip the toe Who has your team's best player? And I mean one Don't come on here with a short list of five And sit on the fence one, who's your team's best player been this season? And I'll get Marvin's list after we play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. That's not one of the questions on Beat the Pundit, by the way. <laughs> um, I should say, right, <laughs> Lee. Still that wrong. Lee is in Mary Hill tonight. How's it going, Lee? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Not bad, Hi, thank you. Have you ever played before? No, it's my first time. I play all the time in the car, but first time playing. And how do you get on? I normally do pretty well, but I'm feeling the nerves now. Yeah, you know, I, I I totally get that. You would think that I'm uh, apart from these things, but I feel the exact way about the five k minute on Bowie at breakfast. Every day I see the questions go on Twitter because you know I'm too busy changing nappies it's or whatever when it when it goes out. Easier like, car. and I always think I read the questions. Ah, to get an eight or a nine there, no problem. I get a few tens a month, but would I really? Probably not. Anyway, Lee heads it is Simon Donnelly tails. It's Marvin Bartley. Uh-huh. Who is it? His head's I'm gutted at this And I can't even fix it Because he always like I wouldn't anyway But he always goes right on his toes He always me? climbs the issue He always climbs the desk He's now dancing a... Here in the studio I'd love to see it You've avoided it quite a few times now That's because people know I'll win you know, the, no, gods, the gods know not that. The gods know Lee, On the screen here it says Lee Rangers Mary Hill Never played before And he fancies Marvin Because he's got a better chance That's what it says on the screen Wow Lee I hope you lose pal <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right heads it will be oh, no, I've said that already It is Simon Sorry uh, I'll give Marvin some Clyde 2 to listen to That'll be Simon I'm all over the place now <laughs> Got me panicking uh, Right Lee 30 seconds Answer as many questions as you can And pass if you don't know Alright Okay What nationality is former Celtic player Stylian Petrov Bulgarian Who's Rangers highest scoring Scotsman this season? Uh, pass Who was in goal for Scotland men's team when they beat France in both 2006 and 2007? Craig Gordon How many SPFL teams have Rangers in their club name? Uh, three Which Scottish Premiership side was Bruce Anderson permanently with before joining Livingston? Aberdeen Name the only SPFL league that Jim Goodwin has not managed in uh, League 1 Okay let's bring Simon back Simon can you hear us? I can indeed 30 seconds on the clock Same set of questions to you And your time starts now What nationality is former Celtic player Stylian Petrov? We'll get in Who is Rangers highest scoring Scotsman this season? Oh, uh, Arfield Who was in goal for Scotland men's team When they beat France in both 2006 and 2007? How many SPFL teams have Rangers in their club name? Two Which Scottish Premiership side was Bruce Anderson permanently with before he went to Livingston? Aberdeen 
Okay, let's see how we go. Lee, what's the verdict there? Are you happy? I think it was quite close, eh? Arfield's not even Scottish, is he? That's what not by me. football nationality, I'm afraid. Right, okay, let's go through them. That's a, I think that's a really sneaky question, actually. <laughs> I don't think many are getting that off the top of their head. Um, Stylian Petrov is Bulgarian, one all. Rangers' highest scoring Scotsman? Patterson. Scott Wright. Oh, oh. Yeah. many? It can't be many. What? Four? That's, there we go. That's, can remember a couple Four um, Craig Gordon was in goal For both oh. victories Against France so You both got that Two all How many SPFL teams Have Rangers In their club name Rangers of course And Cove Rangers So it's just two I'm afraid Lee You got that right oh. Simon It's 3-2 To Simon um, Bruce Anderson was Marvin He's now at Levy Where was he before Aberdeen Aberdeen um, now that was the end of the road for you yeah, And you are one in front Far too slow But Lee got one more question Right Which was name, oh. the, name the only SPFL league That Jim Goodwin has not managed in He said League 1 The answer is League 2 Lee That's the coming Lee would you actually listen to this guy? It's a bad standard. <laughs> not, not brave enough to take part. Not brave enough to take part. Acts like a little child, making sure that the coin hasn't landed on him, and then he's got the cheek to laugh at everyone else. I could have beat Lee. You say that every week. I'm going to get you back on for a rematch. What was the score there? 4 2. 4 3. 4 3. 4 3. Hard fought again. Lee, hard lines. It's not to be. Thanks a lot, guys. Good man. Cheers, man. That was Lee and Mary Hill. You are the master of the narrow win I can, dig it, out. The I can dig it out He's actually got a really good win record But never by more than one <laughs> Ever He's just that hey, A win's a win the Exactly uh, Yeah Scott Wright That's a good question That is Really good that question is. I feel through me there I was thinking about that For the next couple of questions Because I knew Yeah it Canada, isn't it? Yeah we always We try and be quite strict We always go football nationality In the questions mm. uh, Anyway 01419511025 Now I did say I had set Marvin a challenge Earlier on Now Just to give you a, a peek Behind the scenes Most pundits turn up a bit earlier than one minute to six So they've got a bit of time to prepare And if I've got something in particular to ask from them uh, We've got time to do it But Marvin was scribbling frantically um, In the first part of that show Because I did say that we're going to just dip, dip our toe Towards the player of the year debate Not fully, because I don't think it's time I think it's inappropriate But I think at this last international break Who has your team's best player this season been? And I'm not even entertaining a couple of them Or maybe him Maybe this guy Maybe that guy One name No matter what team you support Who's your team's best player been And I've done it Specifically tonight Because Marvin Has played against them all He's shouted at them all From the touchline He's done all the analysis He's done all the scouting And he's going to give us The definitive list I won't do all 12 just now Let's drip feed them But well, can I ask you a question Before we start Yes Does, does a player still have to be there? Mm-hmm um, I don't think they should have to be there still Okay on this one occasion If they're not still there I do need another name I think Because we're not going to give an award To someone who's not been there Why? Right. That's nah. not still there Of course you could Nah you wouldn't know would you oh, you're right So there. they okay. left in January I think I know left Make January. a big impact It happens about, I think I know who you're talking yep, about uh, Yep yeah. Simon agrees He knows what I'm talking no, about know, You're going to agree as well exactly Well Martin Boyle Yeah I knew it <laughs> Straight away <laughs> Who's the current best player at Hibs? Mascot <laughs> no. um, Ryan Portress have to say over the course of the season probably been Louis Stevenson four game ban today Ryan Portis yeah no I saw that 
It's not great, mm. is it? The appeal was. Uh, you've just broken the number one rule by that. You've just said Porteous, Stevenson. Uh, and where's your. Yeah, you've but you didn't decisive. let me finish. You jumped in. Pick one. Stevenson. Nah, Porteous. Porteous for me. Porteous, however you want to pronounce it. Right, okay. Um, right, let's start at the top. Of the, we'll just do it in, in table <coughs> order. Who's Celtic's best player been this season? One name. Can I give it some background? Mm-hmm. Of course, because that's why you're here. The insight is it because that he's caused you problems? Is it because in your analysis he's he's flagged up as being consistent? Yeah. So I'm going to go with a player who's currently injured, and it's probably unfair. But I see him as we could take one player from Celtic Football Club. Who would it be? And for me, it's Kyogo. Okay. Um, Jota was a close second, but we're not. You know, it doesn't matter. Exactly. It so it's Kyogo for me. Why? His all round game. When he plays for me, Celtic are at their best. Um, as you said, you know, look, looking at them, trying to stop them, he floats everywhere. You know, whether he's in the box, outside the box, left or right. Um, I think he's a top quality player. I really, really do. And I think if everybody's fit, um, he'd be the first name on the team sheet. And you know, you know, my love mm. him with Callum McGregor, but unfortunately, I've got to go with Kyogo. I think he's really top tier. I do. That's interesting because, like we said, this is not a proper award, and, and whether he would get awards come the end of the season because of the timeout, <laughs> p- perhaps not. Um, but but you think sort of overall, and was that something that I mean you you'll have experienced that in in person, I guess, or against Livy, yeah. but but also from in, a in other games, yeah, you know, just distance. yeah, just um, kind of watching Celtic, and as I said, what what they do, everything went through him. You know, he's so difficult to mark because um, I said, you know, at one minute he's he's up against your centre half, the next minute he's, you know, falling to number 10 position. Um, his movement and, and not only his movement, his quality when he does have the ball and just making things tick for them. Um, as I said, you know, I think he's a, a fantastic player and I've kind of done this list with who I would want to go into the Livingston team. If I could take one player. Um, obviously, Jot has done it for, you know, a longer mm-hmm. period of time, don't get me wrong, over the course of the season. But for me, Kyogo um, gets the Marvin Bartley Award. Thanks. You can only pick one, Simon. Callum McGregor. Yeah, <clears throat> I just think he's taking the captaincy role on. He's back to. I don't think Celtic had any really guys at the top of the form last season, but he's back to what he was a couple of seasons ago. He's lifting the team by example. He's a different captain to to Bruni, but I think he's taken to the job brilliantly. I think he's been their most consistent. That Celtic have been blessed with some really good. Midfield to attacking players this season Kyogo for me has been fantastic uh, Jota Young Abada I think 14 goals But McGregor's the guy I think that makes Celtic tick Okay Let's go down the table Rangers Marvin Again another difficult one Beginning to sweat Make any decisions I don't know how you can wear that hoodie in here Actually <sighs> For what it's worth Trying I'm to lose weight Looking at you It's got to be Alfredo for me Yeah I think he's a Massive, massive player. Uh, their talisman. Um, fantastic in the league in Europe. Uh, again, you know, kind of talking like Kyogo, when you do look at Rangers, you know, you can be quiet for, you know, 80 minutes of the game and then finish the game with, with two goals. I think he, he really, really is that good. And Aribo is very unlucky because he was in second place. Mm. Uh, you know, another wow. player for me who I think... Poor James is, Tavenier. Tav's got too many awards. You know, let's move on from him. Right, okay. Fair enough. Okay. Simon, he's the one that's really under pressure. You just get to sort of be yeah. the, the adjudicator across here. the surface. So far, one well, Rangers got, player that, that you fear the most. I've scrambled three down Celtic. here, but you no. mentioned Tavernier and <laughs> not interested in three. Right, one. okay, I'm going to go with the goal scorer, Morelos. See the goal. I think Arebo started. Don't I don't think he's been as good of late. I think Morelos 
over the piece mm, Okay, okay We've got David on the line Who I think is going to give us a name You can tweet us of course um, And I want to get your thoughts Because this goes out to fans of all teams It's not a full on player of the year debate yet But who has your team's best player so far been? Not long to go And I'm putting Marvin on the spot He's got good insight I like to find out the, the thought process there um, Hearts <sighs> Another good suitor mm. Oh easy uh, Craig Gordon like, But mm. goalkeepers You know Kind of boring position. Kish can't pick a goalie. Yeah, no. can't pick a goalie. Craig Gordon, you know, honourable second. But what's yes. been so good about John Suter then? And again, oh. is this in person or is this when you when you analyse the opponents before? Both. Both. When when he plays for me, they look so much more solid. Um, I don't think he gets the respect that he probably deserves for being for honourable. You know, I think everyone talks about how good he is in the air and tackling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when he drives forward with that with that football, he makes the right decision nine times out of ten. And that's why he's got the move that he has got. Um, I think he's a fantastic all-round centre-half. I think he'll go to Rangers and he'll improve their back line. And there's not many players in Scotland that you can say that about. So, for me, he's the winner. OK, right, let's fire through a few more just quickly. Dundee United. I'll go just to the top <laughs> half just now. All right. I'm going Levitt. I'm known for Man United. Producer Callum's nodding. That's it, you've, got, you've won. He's Dundee United expert. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. Class. Honestly, class. He's had his injury problems. Um, you know, he's taken the plunge and come on loan from Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs, to, you know, Dundee United. Um, obviously, he's not scared of going out and, and playing football. But for me, that boy oozes quality. Really, really does. Centre of the park. Really good on the ball. Great vision. Um, scored, you know, a fantastic goal or two. Basically, a younger version of Marvin Barton, I would say. <laughs> wow, what are you S- laughing at? Some of the goals that he scored, you could only dream of. He's scored a few crackers, hasn't he? Yeah, he really, really has. The weekend he really well. has. Class player. Right, okay, you've kind of shown your hand on Hibs. It was Martin Boyle. He's gone if I forced you. Change the rules. Why did you change the rules? Well, listen, stick with Martin Boyle if you want. Thank the next you. one will be interesting. Who's Livingston's best player been? Pressure. He's going he's to... Wait. Can you even do uh, that? Can we make him do problems. that? I don't know. I'm not... Do you know what? Nicky Devlin's been messaging me, so he, he's miles off it. Oh, no, I, I'm going to do it. Hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Bruce Anderson. Uh, the amount of goals that he scored this season. No offence um, to the other 23 of you. Nah, the other boys have been alright. Jack Fitzwater again, honourable mention for him, and Io Obelai, centre-halves, they've been fantastic. But I'm going to go for Bruce Anderson. The amount of goals that he scored, you know, the ratio of our goals that he scored mm. as well, um, you know, I think he'd have had a chance maybe getting in the Scotland squad if he wasn't injured. That's why I like this guy. He doesn't shy away. He doesn't care that his colleagues are all going to hate him tomorrow. He just doesn't. doesn't <laughs> they hate <care>. me already. <laughs> anyway, right, 01419511025. Who has your team's best player so far this season been? One name One name only I want decisiveness from you uh, On the phones Just a bit of fun Since it's the international break And we're taking stock of Of what's gone before And what's going to lie ahead In this title running uh, David I know you've got a couple of points But let's start on that one If you don't mind uh, Who's your team first of all? Celtic One player has been the standout for you? To me it's Cameron Carter-Vickers Because um, he's just solidified the defence Which was woeful last year so that's made a big difference for us. Keogh um, okay. goes brilliant up front, and McGregor's amazing in midfield. Mm-hmm. But you know he's just solidified the defence, which was very poor last year. So yeah, definitely him. Does the consistency come into that as well, David? You know, it, once we do get to awards season, um, you know, it, it might be difficult for Kyogo. He's, he's been out for so long. Like you know, Hatati and so on only arrived late on. Um, different guys in, in and out of the team. Does that does that come into your thinking? The fact that he's been a a never present. Yeah, definitely. It's the consistency, as you say, right from the, from the one goal. I think he settled really well and, and the team settled really well. Um, and he just gives that extra kind of bit of calmness when he's on the ball. Um, so definitely, yeah. He's a good partner to Starfield, but he just makes it so much better. He's so much calmer. 
I'll tell you what, you got a bit of support. Paul McManus is on Twitter. He says best so far this season it is a tight one because of injuries to key players and lack of game time. But I'm going Cameron Carter Vickers. Plays every week, hardly put a foot wrong. Our defence is night and day to last season. I welcome the abuse, says Paul, <laughs> uh, just in case anyone disagrees. Um, is that a f- I mean, you've gone for Callum McGregor, so you can't change <coughs> your mind, Simon. But is Listen, that a fair, a fair shout? I'm sticking with Callum, but Carter Vickers has had a great season. I think Celtic's defence were. You know, criticised early on. I think more in Europe, uh, Starfelt was under the, the kind of lens, few mistakes. But I think with those two and Joe Hart of the experience behind them, I think they've grown. You know, they've 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 got to know each other's game. Carter Vickers is very very steady at the back, and those three have been the ones that have played more often. You know, he's changed his fullbacks at different times, and Marvels tell you as well. Uh, it's like a partnership up front You know it takes a little bit of time But you can see the benefits now They've got the best defence in the league And yeah Cartler Vickers is a good shout Very very steady this season Yeah I, No complaints No none at all um, It's difficult isn't it Picking you know a, a single player But that's why I love football You know full of different opinions And obviously David watches Celtic a lot more than I do So David I'm going to give you this one mate Fair enough you can have that Now David I know you did have another point Slightly away from uh, From on the pitch if you like But Arguably more important. What's um what's going on with you tonight? Well, uh, the, my son's football team, which is OLM, um, tonight the, the boys of the, the 2013 year group did a, a a march or a marathon. Sorry, um, basically there was there was over 20 boys and they, they walked a mile each to raise money for Ukraine. So they've raised just just under 1600 pounds currently. We've got a just uh, given page and it's OLM FC March Marathon. Um, so just a shout out if anyone wants to donate any money, it's going to direct to the. Uh, emergency committee um, to Disasters Emergency Committee To raise money To help uh, the people of Ukraine So it was something We put football aside The boys went in a march Before the, A marathon Sorry Before They did training They're now currently Playing football um, But it was just To kind of raise that, you know, Everybody's trying to do A little bit to help You know, as The Scotland team Have had to postpone their game It's a very serious issue But no I think it's um, We're just doing a little bit um, The boys are doing a little bit as well Ah oh, brilliant, um, brilliant. Where, where are the guys based? Um, well, they're based in OLM. It's in uh, it's in Giffnock, um, and they're currently playing football in New End just now. Ah, superb! That's your neck of the woods, yeah, Simon. You could have gone down and yeah, gone for a part stroll. Of that marathon. Uh, my sixties today was enough for me. Were you struggling, were you? Oh, yeah. yeah, first time in four weeks. Listen, David, that's brilliant. Pass on our congratulations or to, to the guys for doing a good job. And give us that. What was the the just giving page again? It's OLM FC March Marathon. Ah, brilliant, a worthy cause Well said David Thank you very much for taking the time tonight That was David on the line Right, Marvin's given us the best player From every team in the top six You must disagree with someone Everyone always disagrees with this guy So pick up the phone <laughs> And let us know And uh, we'll maybe run through the other teams as well After we do this Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here It's International Week It's a tiny bit quiet Although you wouldn't know it from the start of the show When everyone was debating uh, the Sydney friendly uh, Again so we put Marvin to the test We're asking him to name so far this season The best player from each Team in the Premiership He should know He's come up against them all Studied them all Analysed them all um, But I want to know If you agree or disagree With what you're hearing He reckons It is Kyogo for Celtic Even though he's been out For a while He reckons Morelos at Rangers And so on uh, And I'll get the rest Of the teams from him Very soon However Got a full time teaser For you um, And the address If you want to send it in Is fulltime At Clyde1.com That's fulltime At Clyde1.com That's what the crazy pony Did tonight And he sent this in 
Now I'm going to need to give you a fixture list here Maybe producer Callum can print off a fixture list for you Because he says there are 8 teams playing In the World Cup playoff matches tonight in Europe Now can you name the last 10 Old firm goal scorers To come from either one of these 8 nations so I'll tell you them obviously yeah, So it's like it's Sweden uh, Portugal Wales are obviously playing um, Italy Involved as well um, And a few others So Any of them so, Spring so to what, mind What's the question again? So there are 8 teams playing tonight yeah. In the UEFA World Cup playoff matches Tonight? Yeah I'll get you the fixture list Don't worry um, Can you name the last 10 Old firm goal scorers To hail from either one Of these 8 nations Guy at the weekend Ramsey I reckon he's probably wrote this question before the weekend <laughs> So yeah, we'll stick him in Make it a little uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll cut off the last one then Yeah, go on He's fine Staff out? No Celtic's best Swede Yes Larson Oh right, I thought you were talking about Daniel Mastorovic there yeah. <laughs> uh, Yes, Henrik Larson Aaron Ramsey yeah. Any more for any more? Out of those four Portugal Oh I don't like the silence mm. Look at the look in this guy's face You're not having this question are you? No not at we, all we I'm need, confused we need, we need the other four teams This should have been printed off earlier If you lot wouldn't have came one minute before the show started <laughs> This would have been on, on the tables These um, Callum's too busy messaging me The teams I've mentioned are all you need Simon oh, All right, okay. Pretty much They've right. even made it even easier right. for you Okey-doke. Can you say the question again please Oh my goodness Let's work together here There are 8 teams playing in the UEFA World Cup playoff matches tonight Tomorrow Tonight He says Tomorrow See this is the first problem you, yes, You're about the wrong night He's obviously anticipated that I wouldn't uh. use the question till tomorrow <laughs> So that's probably why Can you name the last 10 old firm goal scorers to come from either one of these eight nations okay. So Portugal, Turkey, Sweden, Czech Republic Russia, Poland oh. Italy, Cheers, North Callum. Macedonia Wales, Austria Gattuso No Jota Nope <sighs> So it must be I think it's old firm So it's in that fixture Yeah Yeah, yeah. Jota hasn't scored Oh there we go That's why it's not Ramsey So it's either. in that fixture I'm going to say okay, I should have known I should never have doubted The crazy Sorry, you're just making up answers and, yeah. and here we go He's just accepting So you've got them. Henrik Larson's now The only so correct one You've got <laughs> this to get. Uh, oh. Well listen What about Aaron Ramsey's countrymen Must be some of them John Hartson Yes Any others The lad The Swedish lad He scored Against us Oh, now if you get that one, I'll be impressed. That's the one I thought you would Term. name. Jonas Tern. Ever heard of him, Marvin? No. Didn't think so. Well done. Against those yeah, Jonas Tern. Well done. Okay, you're getting there. Jonas Tern, Henrik Larson, and uh, John Hartson. This is very much Simon's question, I think. Yeah. What a pressure um, Come on, help me just, out, Marvin. Just, just I've never even heard that last one. Um, right, okay. Um, we're asking about the best player in each team. In the league so far this season This is just to whet your appetite For the player of the year debates That will kick off uh, In the next few weeks Marvin you've given us top 10 uh, Top 6 sorry mm-hmm. Let's go down the league Who's Ross County's best player oh, That's an easy one isn't it Yeah Charles Cook How could he be Oh unbelievable And Simon's talking about McGregor From last season to this season How much he's improved Charles Cook for me 
probably the most. That's not a really good award, is it? Most improved player. That's the one you don't want. Yeah, because he's normally go from like the worst to yeah. the second worst. Mm-hmm. But he's gone from average to I think a very very good player. Yeah, so he wins that one hands down for me. Anyone have him in the pre-season predictions to be top scorer in the Premiership? No, Simon? no, no I don't think he's, so. He's been brilliant. Uh, yeah, I'm, I must say he has been sensational. I, we need to get Steve in the previous caller on. I don't know who if he'll be able to pick anyone. No, nah, I think you can pick. They still got to be there as well, haven't they? Motherwell, Van Veen. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think comfortably. Okay. The way you're looking at me is like you don't really agree. It's not the first name that popped into my head, okay. but then you've yeah. Share with us. Liam Kelly. Hmm. Goalkeeper. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you just hate goalies though. No, no, I don't. It's just, a, he's been it's just a boring one. Yeah, he has. But he no, has. Van Veen, yeah, couldn't argue too much. Okay, who's St Mirren's best player been this season? Ronan. Ah, good, isn't he? Yeah. Honestly, some of his strikes. <laughs> um, the one against Hearts, by the way, everyone's just shouting, like, take a touch, put it back into the mixer, and he just bends it past mm, Craig great Gordon. Goal, Andy yeah. Halliday great said goal. it's the best goal he's ever been on the same pitch as, if you like. Especially for got, him, it was the other. Should have got closer mm. to him rather exactly than admiring what, it. That's what, exactly what I suggested. Um, <laughs> No idea why he hit it. I still don't know why he hit it, even though it ended up in the top I know, corner. But that, that's the thing. If that goes flying over, your manager's saying, "What are you doing hitting that?" Absolutely oh. brilliant. Okay, yeah. this is interesting because this is where you get to teams that are having perceived bad seasons. But you still need you still need the best player in there. Who's Aberdeen's best player been this season? Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. I would have said Hedges, again. but he's obviously left, and you yeah. changed the rules yeah, halfway through. Fourteen gone. goals. Forgotten. Yeah. Is that right? Is it thir- yeah, 13 or 14 Unbelievable Yeah Very reliable from the spot Apart from the Hearts one Bounce back Scored a couple at the weekend Yeah It's all round game And you talk about players Coming back from Obviously you know Watford were in for him We all mm. know that And it was turned down It's been so easy for Ferguson Just to kind of down tools You know Mentally And just be like You know that was my big move That was my big opportunity But he's come bouncing back Been fantastic for Aberdeen you know, I'm sure there's a there's a couple of talent teams, isn't there, looking at him now. Um, so probably be his last season there. But I was you know, just going to ask season. that. But I feel like we keep we keep saying that about it being his last season. Uh, but is this is this the one? Uh, yeah, I think this is the one. I think so. I think Aberdeen kind of. You know, I don't want to speak out of turn because obviously he's you know one of Jim's better players. But I think you go into dangerous territory if you if you keep stopping your better young players. Um, you know, potentially going on to to moves that are going to make the club a lot of money and also them because. I think they got him from Hamilton, was it? Yeah. Where he came from? Yeah. You know, attracting these sort of players and not using Aberdeen as a stepping stone, mm-hmm. but they do well there. You know, Aberdeen get you know three plus million for him. The next Lewis Ferguson coming through might not go there if you're going to keep blocking players from going. Um, you know, McKenna, I think they probably held on to for a little bit too long um, and didn't get as much money as they Yeah, that was a big offered. offer, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, right, now we're at teams that are definitely struggling this season. St. Johnson, who's their best <sighs> player been this season? Ailey Barber. <laughs> oh come on I can't Hendry. believe he's just done that Hendry Shameless Producer Callum This guy's Shame's never allowed back on Oh that's outrageous Absolutely outrageous He'd do anything to get his dinner made for him that is, I'm appalled honestly I mean producer Callum goes out with Cassie from the breakfast show Does he ever mention it on air? I don't think so No not yet he hasn't Shaking his head Anyway Um Hendry of late scored some really yeah, good half of the season. Yeah. I feel really like I'm just in the golf. I'm beginning to sweat. It is warm in here. It's roasting here tonight. Um, no air conditioning. I think it was just after your last contribution. But I can't look at my t shirt. I can't really take. What is that? that, that that's a, that's you know what one this of those is? that you put it on under a jumper. Exactly. It's not for public view. Yep. I didn't know I was coming to Jamaica. That's terrible. This, this evening, so now I can't take it off. I feel like I'm just. I don't know why I'm sticking up for the goalies. I wouldn't usually. Sander Clark, no. Oh, what is wrong with you? What's going on? 
I thought this was you know Man of Simon Awards. You yeah, keep mentioning I'm just testing you. I'm just testing you. Right, who did you go for? Callum Hendry. He's only been there half the season. But okay, yeah, listen, that's maybe the impact. Might be important goals. Exactly. Oh, cracker at the weekend. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and Liam Kelly didn't save that one, so there you go. You can scrub him off. Uh, and Dundee's best player this season. No offense, to the good people of Dundee. It's a, it's it's a tough been one. A lot of players. Uh, that's similar tough. standard. Paul McMillan. McMillan, is that how you pronounce it? A lot of assists. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Danger. He's constant danger, constant threat. Good, yeah. You're good at this. Well done. Right, okay. I'm happy with that. Cheers. I'll let you away with that one. Some of the rest were horrific, but um, that's not too bad. Let's bring in Michael and see what he thinks. Michael, you're a Celtic fan and you're only allowed one name so far um, that's been Celtic's best player this season. Who are you going for? Joe, Joe Hart. Joe Hart. I said that to you. just a column there, eh? Because um, our defence last season was an absolute shambles. <laughs> And Joe Hart's experience has helped us this season big time, Gordon. Yes, I love that because Marvin's anti goalkeeper. Um, no, what impact point. has he had? It's a good point. I spoke about it a couple of minutes ago. Starfelt, Carter Vickers, Joe Hart, that understanding. But I think he actually said at the weekend the two centre backs aren't the most vocal of centre backs he's played with. So with him behind them, I think he has been helping them throughout mm-hmm. this season. One or two times Heart in the mouth stuff Because he likes to take it At the feet yeah. At the back um, I mean he You can tell he's not Is it safe to say That's That still isn't It'll never be an absolute strength of his I mean if you look no. at the way His career's gone There's a reason You know Pep went Listen, he's confident yeah, goes that, for the, He's confident but, enough but he's, To do he's, it and He's embracing Ange, it And, yeah, and it's Ange, working to an extent Ange wants that to happen In that team that They want to build from the back me being a little bit old fashioned at times, just it's a couple of times heart the mouth. Yeah, but, but he's, he's, been, he's, not, he's not really been caught out too often, has no, he? No, no, he hasn't. No, but there's been one or two that you just, I think Easter Road. Yeah, in my head <laughs> that's what moment. I was yeah. thinking of. <laughs> but they've been they've been brilliant. The, that three defensively have been brilliant, and yeah, I would agree with Michael. Joe Hart's had a big part to play in that. Right, let's try and word this without being too nasty on his predecessor, Michael. There is obviously a case to say that The previous goalkeeping performances for Celtic Anything other than an upgrade would have been unthinkable um, I'm not sure you hold that against Joe Hart as such But I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there It was always going to be an area that was going to be improved, wasn't it? I'd be an area this to, get, to be honest with you, Gordon It was an area we had to train from Because Boscas, I don't know whether why we paid 4.5 He's an absolute You can't catch a cold I'll play something by myself And I know I'm not a goal But I'll probably bet To be honest Yeah and was, If you talk about areas That needed addressed Simon And again I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you hold that Against Joe Hart Far from it But that was A priority wasn't <laughs> well, you it look, You look across the city At how important McGregor's been For Rangers Even of late Recent When he was getting A bit of stick For one or two mistakes But he has been brilliant And it's something that Celtic had lacked And I think Joe Hart has brought that To the Celtic team this season You know there's been saves Semi-final against Hibs Popped up with a couple of crucial saves At a time when needed But I think his overall influence I, I think in the dressing room It gives off mm-hmm. that impression That he'd be a, a real leader In the dressing room as well Huge experience in football mm-hmm. So yeah he's been a huge plus Whether he takes the player of the year I'm not sure But 
He's had a fantastic yeah. season Oh this is now. just early stages This is just everyone's own personal feeling on their team uh, We actually had Joe who was about to come on But he's disappeared and I think he wanted to throw Was it Morelos or yeah he wanted so that's, a, that's a full house so far From a Rangers perspective Everyone's gone Morelos so far Must be someone out there that disagrees with that Come on there must be someone in the James Tavernier fan club Or someone else If you could only pick one player That's been your best so far this season Rangers fans Who is it? Let us know right now 01419511025 Right hopefully you're getting to grips with this question a bit more Right, You've had a bit of time There are 8 teams playing in the UEFA World Cup playoff matches tomorrow Can you name the last 10 old firm goal scorers to hail from either one of these 8 nations Now uh, At the Celtic end is on Twitter I've had a few others as well I think there's maybe a little bit of um, Is it Craig Wilson a couple of others Maybe a bit of confusion Nizzy it doesn't mean it's just one from each of these countries So that there could be more than one from Wales There could be more than one from and Sweden for instance You said they're hailed from that So not necessarily played No they did play for, That's just crazy for... Pony being fancy with his language right, Yeah okay. played for that country right. So you've got Larson. Is there anybody else on that list that I played with? Um, there's one more <laughs> possibly against you But none with me no, I wouldn't have thought so. You're older than you, George Cadet. You know, no, 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 no. I've got nothing to offer here. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can genuinely, I'm, I'm just looking, looking over at you. I'm I've got nothing. You're giving me nothing. To offer. So I'm you can, <laughs> upset with myself. Bearing in mind, you've got Henrik Larsson and Jonas Tern. So for people who are confused about, because people are still throwing other names in from that country in particular, there can be more than one from each of these. So if you've not seen the fixtures, Wales, Austria, Sweden, Czech Republic, Portugal, Turkey, Italy, North Macedonia. Right, so give you a clue. You've already given me Welsh and Swedish. You should <clears throat> narrow in on both of them. Oh, Welshman. Uh, Joe Ledley. Yes. Ah, oh, I was going to get that one. Any other Swedes for either team? No? Don't think me I'll be scored in that for sure. More recently. Not likely goal scorers as such. Now I reckon two of these are in your time up here, so you can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't can't wriggle out of it that easy. Swedes that have scored in an old firm game since you came to Scotland. I've re- I've reworded the question for you. Silence on live radio is not good. It's not a good thing, <laughs> by the way. I think we've actually got some sort of like alarm that goes off if you stay silent for too long. <laughs> like, not genuinely, emails start going round. <laughs> What's happening? Because they think like the, the the system thinks that there's a problem. Yeah, well, oh, there's definitely the problem with my brain. There is a problem with this question. So we've got four. Right, I'll give you more thinking time. You've got four. And we'll take more of your calls next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard uh, We set Marvin a bit of a challenge earlier Just tapping into his knowledge of the Scottish Premiership Who's been the best player from every team in the league so far And it's got a lot of good debate going uh, on the phones and on social media So we'll keep, I think we'll speak to Billy in just a second But a quick reminder Full time at Clyde1.com That's where you send The full time teasers in That's the beauty of it You send the questions 
And you just listen as the pundits squirm and struggle like they are tonight Marvin Bartley, he speaks about playing in a bounce game the other day He's definitely sweating more tonight than he was he's yesterday got one. There are eight teams playing in UEFA World Cup playoff matches tonight Can you name the last ten old firm goal scorers to come from either one of these eight nations? So for instance, it's tomorrow night of course, isn't it? Uh, Sweden are playing tomorrow against Czech Republic So you've got Henrik Larsson You've got Jonas Tern uh, Who else are playing? Portugal are playing Turkey are playing Italy, North Macedonia uh, Wales are playing Austria You've already given me Joe Ledley and John Hartson Did you get any during the break? Lustig Mikael Lustig, yes Simon? Another Swede Helander Nathan has tweeted me says, How are they not getting Helander With the brain exploding emoji? <laughs> uh, so yes, you've now eventually got him One, two, three Six Four to get Anyone else from Wales? One more from Wales Bellamy? Yes oh, well oh, Not as daft as he well looks done. Well done Oh fire oh, no, whoever, Thank whoever texted you that one as well nah. will you? Um, <laughs> Three to get Two from the same country And one from another country And both big Of the bigger Footballing nations that are listed there just, Not sure that helps you at all does it um, Let's bring in Billy Who's a Rangers fan from Milton Billy, just asking the guys, a bit of fun, especially Marvin having you know, sort of studied the league this season. Who is the best player from each team? Now, I think they both went Morelos from, from Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you'll know more than these guys. Billy, who would you go for? I would definitely go for Joe Aribo. Good evening, lads. Good evening. Right, Good evening. What, what, what about Aribo then? Make the case. Well, uh, the case is, I mean, there was a wee part uh, earlier on in the season where Morelos seemed to go. I don't know whether he went in the half or whether he just he went off the boil slightly. Joe Rebo's been there constantly, nearly every single game. The guys get honestly I would I would have loved to have went to the dancing room, by the way, his feet are that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rebo at the dancing in Milton. Um, yep. the, the the mind boggles. Um good shout though. Yeah. He well he off. was second on mine, wasn't yeah, he? Like, it was a kind of flip of a coin. What's impressed you about him? I, I th- again, you know, I think his levels have gone up as well this season. And, you know, like the call is saying, when Rangers needed the most, um, you know, he was putting up performance after performance. Um, I think he's like a complete player now. Um, he's still a young man. You know, he's still going to get better. But I think, you know, all parts of his game are fantastic. He's dribbling, um, you know, beating players 1v1. One, one one, and he just seems to slow the game down to his own pace. He really, really does. Um, and it's just it's just unfortunate, isn't it, that you know he's not been given our shout. I'm sure he really care about that. But yeah, I think he's a fantastic player. Yeah, recency bias is a thing, I think, Simon, when you have these types of discussions because I think earlier on when Aribo was mentioned, he said, Well, he's he's maybe not bang at it right now compared yeah. to earlier this season. Yeah. But but Billy's telling reminding people that there was a time in the season when Morelos wasn't at it, but because true. that was further back, maybe yeah. maybe we do fall into that trap. Yeah, true. It's maybe not fresh in the memory. I, I seem to remember when he was away at the African Nations, you know, from a Celtic perspective, I think quite happy because he was Rangers' best player at the time. But I agree with Marv. I think in terms of creativity, being able to open defences up, there's not a lot of players out there that can beat a player, commit a player. Uh, and I think he can do that And he's getting better And he's he's a danger So I, yeah Maybe being unfair mm-hmm. Because he did have A very good First half of the season But still a big player For, for Rangers w- Would you be Hopeful Well obviously You'd be hopeful Billy How confident 
Would you be that he might be able to rediscover that early season form and, and really take that into the title running? Uh, I, I mean, he's, he's thrived under pressure all season. So in the last what, eight, nine games of the, the league, I mean, and whatever we're doing in Europe, I, I can only see him getting better. I, he's only a kid. I mean, you've got to remember, he's only a boy. We're going for 300,000. No wonder Lee Boyer was sick. It's a very good point. It's been, it has been a great piece of business, Marvin. And I'm not sure rival fans, but certainly to the neutral, there is always something good when English people doubt, you know, what's he going up there for? And then, it, then he shows why. Yeah, exactly. It happens quite a lot, doesn't it? But no. I think there's a lot of teams that were interested in him in England. I think it was just the money they would have to pay, the compensation was a lot less if he if he came up here. Um, obviously, you know, Rangers being a, a massive club as well helped lure him here. But, you know, as uh, Billy's saying, a fantastic talent. He, he's still a young player. He's getting better and better. You know, playing international football now, being exposed to that. Um, and it is brilliant to see him, you know, swanning around, swanning around the league. And I'm sure Billy, for a long time, Going forward, he wants Arriba to stay here, but I think there'll come a point where the big bids will be coming in for him as well. I think we can squeeze one more in. Thank you, Billy. George is a Rangers fan, South Side. One name and one name only, George. Who's been Rangers' outstanding player so far this season? Uh, for me, it has to be Tavernier. Why? Why? Uh, I've got a big list here. Have you got enough time? Oh, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if you're running out of time. Right. For a start, he's 30, right? And he's still up and down that field like a madman. So credit to him for that age. He's involved with everything. He is the heart of the team. If he doesn't play, something's not right with the team. Uh, as I said, involved with everything. He's crossing, his deliveries, the assists he provides, the goals he's got for a right-back's incredible. Uh, just his, his experience, he's he got a bit of stick in the past, aye, but I think he's grown and grown and grown every game. He just gets better. And obviously to put penalties away in Europe like he does with that pressure right down on you from our fans, from away fans, being in the moment and just cool as a coma, do you know what I mean? He just he just delivers it. Obviously he missed a penalty last uh, against Dundee there, but he's, he's only human, come on. You can't have a go at him for that. But that's just... Yes, he's the be and the end all the Rangers just now. And I think they only got him for around, I don't know, what was it, 200k or something, 300k? Yeah. Back then, uh, and it was Warburton that brought him in, and that's probably the best thing Warburton's done for Rangers, to be fair. Uh, one of the best things, but I, I, just, I think he's incredible. One of the best right-backs out there, and I don't know how he's not got a call-up for England. Ooh, I mean, he's got some decent competition, <laughs> yeah, to I'll be fair, until the last point. Nah. Mr. Alexander-Arnold and Mr. Walker and... Trippier etc James, um, James so at Chelsea maybe yeah. have something to say that's no slight on James Tavernier no. it's just just the, the environment in, in which he would have to get involved with yeah that's the thing and Tav's probably been a victim of his own form and, and success he's had at Rangers because you're just used to him doing what he does now you know he's just oh Tav scored another goal he's got another assist and you know not that he shouldn't be mentioned in this he definitely should be um, you know he is a top quality uh, fullback like you're saying his deliveries his set plays you know his driving of the team as well you know captain of the team no, absolutely brilliant player But like you said It's opinions isn't it And that's the great thing About football I think maybe the mental Challenge of that as well <clears throat> Simon Because still uh, Among some Rangers fans When it starts to go wrong Or when the season Starts to wobble It's still him that gets it yeah. Never captain Never leadership You know Not captain material um, All the way back Comments in the programme Notes etc um, It feels like that's always Just bubbling away For, for some fans Yeah but I think unfairly 
I think unfairly. I think as as George has touched on there, I think at times when Rangers have needed him, he's stepped up. Uh, he takes the penalties under enormous pressure. The European ones. He got a really important goal against Dortmund recently. Again, finding himself in the box at the at the far post, uh, a trait of his game. So, yeah, I, I wrote down McGregor, Morelos, and Aribo. But Tavernier, you pointed out, Tavernier's a, a valid choice as well. He's had another fantastic season. His goal returns unbelievable. Yeah. See, this is the beauty of this I told everyone to pick one name Simon's now got a list of four so no, The amount of things he got scribbled out there is unbelievable It's all the answers to that He's going to name the full team if I give him any longer So we'll end the show there Thank you to George, Rangers fan in the South Side It was nice to hear from you You make a very good case as well Right, you've got three more Old firm goal scorers from the last ten Who play for the likes of Anyone who's playing in, in the UEFA qualifiers you tomorrow. Give us a two. Right, you've got two Portuguese, both former Rangers players. Mendes? Yes. Great shout. Again, someone's texted him. No um, chance. One's more recent than that, though. So this guy won't have Portugal caps what, the way Mendes does. The one? Uh, Italian. And that's the one from your era. Oh. My era. Oh. My team. No. Wait, I know this one. Negri. Yes. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, I don't know this one. Similar era, though. <laughs> Similar era. Other end of the pitch. Purini. No, more obvious than that, though. One of these guys that is fortunate, you know, these people that big comes before their nickname. You should say big. Amo. Amoruso. Amoruso. Simon, you're better than I should have known that. A quick one more Portuguese just a couple of years ago. I'll put you out your misery. Position. Winger, right winger. For Rangers? Mm hmm. Oh, is it now time to give a C? Yes. Quick, quick, quick. Daniel Yes! Oh, come on, Marvin. Thank you, Marvin and Simon. We're back tomorrow at six with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. <laughs>